Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guests, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started that you can definitely incorporate into some self-care as well. And my guest today is all about self-care. So I'm really excited for you to hear from her. And I think being nine years in business this year, I want to talk about the importance of really incorporating self-care into your life. And I think it will make you a better entrepreneur, a better human being, a happier person, all the things. So today my tip is definitely a little bit more catered to self-care, but I think also from a marketing side, it will allow you also when you make time for self-care to be more creative. I really feel like when I really make the time for myself, I actually have time more to have my creative juices flowing. And I I really want to push that to all of you this year to really make time for yourself because it is going to open so many doors the more you do that. So now I am really excited to bring on my amazing guest, Michelle Doran. She is the co-founder of RN Aesthetics. They are one of the first women and nurse-owned medical aesthetic practices to open in Massachusetts in 2012. And they have such an amazing story. We talk all about some skincare tips that are trending during the winter season, some Valentine's Day inspiration, and so much more. So I can't wait for you to hear from her, get inspired, and so much more. Stay tuned for Michelle. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with the amazing Michelle Duran, who is the co-founder of RN Aesthetics. Did I pronounce your last name right, by the way? It's Doran. Doran. Michelle Doran. She is amazing. Thank you for showing me. <laughs> for people who don't know about RN Aesthetics, they are incredible. Um, Michelle and her co-founder, Linda, started the business in 2012 and now have three locations, 30 employees, and are doing amazing stuff. So Michelle, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course. So tell us a little bit about like how you fell into the world of medical aesthetics. So I got my nursing, my undergrad in 1996, and I worked at, you know, New York Medical, NYU Medical Center, and then Brigham and Women's as a nurse and decided to get my nurse practitioner in 2001. I was doing a lot of primary care. I worked with a group of physicians, and this is kind of when Botox and lasers and things like that started becoming more popular. And it seemed like a lot of the women that were coming in were asking me about these things because when they would ask the male physician that they were seeing, they would be told, oh, no, no, you don't need that. You know, it's poison, this and that type of scenario. So I said, I think I should probably get trained in this so that we can provide safe care to patients that are looking for aesthetic treatments. I went and did a training on Botox and and dermal fillers. And then I went to Florida and did like a week long training on laser, laser modalities, et cetera. And I ended up 
providing more aesthetic services in a primary care setting. But it just didn't feel like the right fit for me. You know, people are coming in, they're sick, they have the flu, things like that. And then my patients are sitting in there wanting to, they're healthy, they feel good, and they're wanting to have a Botox treatment. So that's when I decided to look into opening a practice myself. It also was a little frustrating when I would talk about what I thought, how we should set things up, what equipment we should purchase, et cetera. And, you know, it just wasn't going anywhere. And then I thought to myself, why am I telling these people how to do this? I should just do this. And that's that's kind of how aesthetic started for me. And then I connected to Linda and we decided we were going to open our anesthetics. So awesome. And I love the story how it started with the two of you and your mom. Can you talk a little bit about that with your mom answering the phone? I love that story. Yeah. So I met Linda. She had emailed through like an aesthetic network and we ended up meeting for coffee and we just got along and thought, you know what, let's, let's dip our toe in the water and try this. So we found a small space in Linfield that we're still in to this day, but we basically subleased the front part of the space. And there was a massage therapist in the back and we had one room and a little reception area. My mother at the time would come and be our receptionist. Nobody was calling, it was brand new. Um, She would check people in and, you know, as we got busier and busier, we realized we probably needed to hire a professional to do that because the joke with my mom is she would come in, you know, basically for services. And if she saw a friend coming in, she'd say, oh, I'm, I'm going to go down the street and go have some lunch with her. And I was like, you're supposed to be working. So That's when I decided it was probably a good idea to hire somebody to actually answer the phones and be our receptionist. For sure. So I know you and Linda specialize more on the Botox side of the business, right? Those are like... So what inspired the two of you to expand into like the skincare realm, like the laser, the IVs? Like, can you talk more about that? So when we started, we started the two of us just doing Botox and fillers. But what we realized is our patients, you know, we really wanted to focus on healthy skin. We wanted to offer skincare treatments to our patients to address sun damage and redness and things like that, acne, et cetera. So actually the two of us ended up purchasing a hydrofacial device when it was just the two of us. And we got trained in how to perform a hydrofacial. And we would do it for our patients before we injected them. And then we purchased a laser and we, the two of us, would do all the laser treatments. So we were kind of a jack of all trades. We did everything. And then we decided, you know, we opened in September of 2012. In January, we thought we should probably hire an esthetician who who has expertise in skincare that could do the hydrofacials and help us with product recommendations. So that's when we ended up hiring an esthetician. At the time, Linda and I were still doing all the laser treatments. And as we got busier and grew, we hired more 
nursing staff that could really focus on the laser treatment so that Linda and I could just focus on the injectables. Because that's what so, you want the most, right? So. Yeah. Yes. And I, I used to teach at National Laser Institute. You know, I, I did a lot of lasers, which it's funny with my staff when they ask questions and I answer them about lasers, they're kind of like taken back a little bit like, oh, she really knows the lasers. Even though I don't do them, that is something that I used to, uh, a service I used to provide for, for patients. I mean, you could, but as a leader, like you almost got to try all the things, right? Totally. Hire the people to do it. So you know more of what the results should be, right? Totally. And when I see new patients for consults or existing patients, you know, I like to talk to them about what their goals are and make recommendations for everything. Not everyone wants to do injectables and that's totally fine. And so talking about skincare options, whether it be hydrofacials, peels, products, lasers, et cetera, I feel like to be the most comprehensive provider, we really need to have an array of knowledge in all of those things and offer the treatments that are going to really fit with our patients' goals and budget, you know. For sure. So what would you say with the time of year being winter, like what are some really popular things that people commit for? What are some like pain points that customers have? Winter is the best time to really focus on sun damage. So we see a ton of, you know, patients that come in for laser treatments, laser series. Something that we offer is called BBL and Moxie, which is their Cyton laser devices. So BBL is similar to an IPL device. It really targets redness and sun damage, freckles, things like that in the skin. And then the Moxie laser is a skin resurfacing treatment. So it helps really turn that skin over and reveal the nice, healthy skin underneath. So we do a ton of lasers in the winter. We also do a lot of peels. You know, we can be as aggressive or as minimal as patients really want. With peels, we might focus on something that we call a lunch peel, where you come in, we do a dermaplane and just a very low level peel just to get that skin to turn over and exfoliate, get that dead skin off, dry skin, et cetera. Or we can be super aggressive and do something like uh, Zio has a three-step peel, which is a deeper medical dermal peel. So it goes deeper into the skin. And when you do something like that, your skin is like hanging off. I mean, you have to take scissors and and <laughs> cut the skin. And it's it just reveals this beautiful, healthy skin underneath. So those are probably the most common and popular things that we do in the winter. Also, hydrofacials are always a staple for our patients because it's a really great exfoliating treatment. We're infusing antioxidants and hydration into the skin, and it just leaves you glowy and hydrated. It really does. Like I'm speaking from experience. So yeah. it's like awesome. Just totally. That. So that's definitely our staple, the hydrofacial. And, you know, we can. We can make it as simple as people want. We do something like a mini hydrofacial, which is just for people on the go that just want a quick and dirty medical grade treatment. Or we do something called a red carpet, which is more advanced. It's like a 90 minute treatment. We do lymphatic drainage with it, 
specialty boosters. So it, it can be quick or it can be a really luxurious treatment for patients. So on average, especially for the laser side, like how often should people come in? Like for like touch-ups or like what that looks like, yes. Yeah, generally what we recommend is a series of three sessions. And then we always recommend maintenance treatments yearly. So, you know, spring is a good time to, to kind of rejuvenate the skin, get your products going, focus on healthy skin, et cetera. Fall is when we really start undoing any sun damage and issues from from summer for for patients. I love that. And being that this will be live around Valentine's Day, what would you recommend to come in for for Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, of course, everyone that. loves having lips done, right? So, you know, dermal fillers. I always explain to my patients that the best injectable is really undetectable. So when you have really good Botox treatment or very natural focused dermal filler treatments, nobody should notice. You just look like the best version of yourself. You look refreshed. You know, when we focus on hydrating the lips, we're not focused on creating these big lips that don't look natural. You know, those are the things that sometimes patients see that turn them off to these treatments. But the way we focus, if you come in and you're like, I just want to feel refreshed, a little hydration in the lip can make them look pinker and plumper, but still supernatural. So lips are always popular. You know, we always have two estheticians at the same time. So you can come in with your significant other and have a hydrofacial together. And that's a fun treatment. Botox is always something people want, unless, of course, you're pregnant. Right. And, you know, gift cards, we we make it super easy. We do online gift cards, especially for the guys when they last minute are like, oh, no, I need to get something. So gift cards are always popular, too. I love that. And I want to talk about the employee side of the things you do for your employees, because I think it's so inspiring. So I know you've helped some of them like really grow in terms of like their career paths. Can you talk about that more? Yeah. So one of our estheticians has been with us almost eight years and she started as a front desk for our team. And, you know, she really had a passion for skincare. We encouraged her to go to aesthetic school she went to Katherine Hines. She was going to do 300 hours. And Linda and I really felt that she would benefit from doing at least 600 hours of training. So we helped pay for that for her so that she could really get that education. And she's been with us the second longest in terms of our estheticians. She's in our Newburyport location full-time and clients just love her. She's super gifted with skincare and she's really passionate. So we've also encouraged nurses to really start their NP program. We've had several nurses who are currently enrolled in their nurse practitioner program because we think, you know, continuing education is really critical. And so um, that's where our focus is. 
And one unique thing I love too, is like, there's no commission, no tipping. Like I thought that, so that's a very unique thing to your business. Can you talk about that too? Yes. Um, And it's funny when patients come in for the first time, they don't know that about us because it's not something that we really advertise. But what you see is what you get. You know, if we tell you that a hydrofacial costs X amount, there's no there's no um, additional gratuity that you need to come up with because we really believe in paying our staff well and letting our clients have a really nice treatment without the pressure of feeling like they have to come up with a gratuity, especially some of the services we offer are more of an investment. We just don't want that awkwardness where you're trying to figure out, do I give 20%, do I give 10%, et cetera. So we have never allowed tipping in our practice. As medical providers, it's never something that we were used to doing in the hospital either. I mean, you know, I would have patients try to put money in my pocket for taking care of them. And I'd say, no, 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 we don't do that. We, And so it's just part of being a medical professional, I think. Even for our estheticians, we don't allow tipping because we pay them really well. And we feel like they should just do do their job the best they can and let us take care of them and not rely on the patient to give them that extra money. So uh, in terms of commission, that is definitely unique with our practice because many aesthetic practices work on a commission. So for people who don't realize commission, and I didn't realize this even with veterinarians, commission is getting a portion of the payment for what a patient has in terms of a treatment. Our practice we just don't believe in that because if somebody comes in, I always want my team to make recommendations for treatments and services based on what they really think that that particular patient needs and to never try to upsell them or add on things so that they're getting compensated at a higher rate. So it just, it makes, I think, our practice ethical you know, when you come in, we're never going to try to talk you into more than we think that you should have. And we do really tailor it to all budgets. So there are people that come in who really, you know, have the resources and want to do a lot more and we'll create a comprehensive treatment plan for them. And then there are people that just come in a couple times a year for a hydrofacial and maybe some Botox. And that's okay, too. They're all important to our practice and we just believe in the ethics of what we do. I love that. I'm all about that. And I think that's, I have so much respect for you around that. I think a lot of people don't understand it, you know, like they just expect, they go in not knowing a lot. So I think it's it's a great way to do business. So. And w- one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say in the industry upsell. To me, that's like a really negative word. You should never upsell anyone anything. You are a medical professional. You see them, you make recommendations based on what you really think they need. And you, you know, if there's an add-on that you think would benefit them, then absolutely make that suggestion. But you should never be trying to upsell people to spend more, do more than they need to so that you're making more money. Totally. And and then it's not a win-win situation for anyone, right? Totally. Yes. Great points. So out of the locations you picked, 
you know, like, why did you pick Linfield? Why did you pick Salem? Why did you pick Newburyport? Linfield is where we started. Part of that was I grew up in North Reading and Linda lived in Peabody. So we felt like Linfield was kind of like a nice in-between space. At the time when we opened in 2012, Linfield was kind of a sleepy town. Market Street didn't exist. The only restaurant was the 99. And there was really nothing there. There were no medical aesthetic practices. There was like one spa that did, you know, Manny's Petties, facials, massage, et cetera. So we felt like there was a need there. It was right off the highway. So we wanted it to be convenient for patients. And that's why we chose Linfield. In 2017, so we, you know, we grew from 2012 to 2017, five years. And we really wanted to expand. We weren't sure we were considering looking for a larger space in Linfield, but we just love our 1690 historic red house. And we felt like it was good karma for us to stay there because that's what really launched our practice. So we ended up finding a space in Salem right on the Marblehead line that had parking and it was going to be a new building. So we would be able to build it out the way we wanted. And I live in Marblehead. So also, you know, for me, it was super convenient because it was right down the street. And that's when we opened Salem in 2017. In 20, the end of 2019, we decided to just dip our toes in the Newburyport area. And we opened a small little satellite space And mainly because we had a ton of patients coming from that area that were always asking us to open something a little closer to them. Um, So we did that, you know, 2020, of course, we closed for a while. And then when we reopened, we we realized after a couple of years that we needed a larger space in Newburyport. And that's when we ended up finding this new building, new space that similar to Salem, we could build out the way we wanted. And that's when we moved over to our brand new location in Newburyport. So awesome. And so what would be like for the next year? What is a goal you have for yourself? So definitely to expand Salem. We took over the front space in in Salem and we're going to add four more treatment rooms. Um, We're going to kind of connect our IV drip practice to to our Salem aesthetic practice. And definitely expand our wellness component to our practice. So that includes our weight loss program, our IV infusions, peptides, bioidentical hormones, all all of those things. So we feel like, you know, we make people feel better from the outside. We help with healthy skin. And now we really want to help them feel better on the inside too. So it all just kind of goes together. What about on a personal level? You do so much teaching. You're like an award-winning instructor. Like what are some goals you have for yourself personally? So definitely work-life balance. (laughs) That's an important goal. You know, I've worked 12 years on growing this business and this amazing team along with Linda. She's going to be retiring. And I have a great leadership team All of my managers are fantastic, my clinical team. And so I want to help everyone grow, but I also want them to start really taking that leadership responsibility and helping helping me with that piece of 
growing RN. So So you could be around more for the kids and do more, right? Travel and do all the things. Yeah. My kids now are uh, teenagers, three teens. And, you know, my husband has his own business. I do teach nationally for Allergan. So I do travel a fair amount. So I just want that nice balance between both worlds. I mean, the joke when you open your own business is you're doing it for flexibility and so that you don't have to work so much and then you work nonstop. So it's it's a balance and I'm trying to trying to find that. When you love what you do, it's not working, right? At some capacity, like that is a true saying, I feel like. Yes, totally. I mean, especially in, in aesthetics, you know, we get so many resumes from nurses trying to get out of the hospital setting and things like that. What we do is fun. People want to be there. Our staff are always laughing and having fun. If you see our social media, we we just enjoy what we do. And so it doesn't feel like work. You know, there are days that it might not be the best day. You're super busy or maybe you have somebody who's not a happy patient that you're used to. But all in all, it's it's a fun job. People want to be there and they love what we do. So it it makes it worth it. I love it. So can you share how people can follow you on social media, check out your website, all the things? Yeah. So on social media, we're on Instagram. It's rnaesthetics underscore ma. Facebook, we're rnaesthetics. And then we are on TikTok. (laughs) But we don't do much there. Some of my younger staff are trying to help us with that. And that's rnaesthetics as well. Our website is our anesthetics. We make it super easy to book online, uh, get gift cards online. We have different membership options for patients. And um, we just like to make it, you know, easy. If if you're like, hey, I want to come in for a consult. I'm not sure where to start, what to do. You just book a consult, come in, meet our nurse practitioners. We're going to talk to you about your goals. We're going to create a plan for you. The majority of our plans include all of our team. You're going to see our esthetician. You're going to see our nurses. You're going to see our NPs. And and you can do as much or as little as you want. Um, so we just try to make it easy for people. And comfortable. I love that side of it too. Because I think a lot of people don't know what they don't know. So guidance from the experts is always helpful. Absolutely. The comfort piece is so important because especially in medical aesthetics, and we see this on you know, I go into different practices to do trainings and on social media, people are in these fancy labeled outfits and high heels and this and that. And this is a medical practice. So it's a balance. We we wear scrubs. We want you to come in and feel comfortable with us. We never want patients to feel pressure to dress up or, you know, come in with a full face of makeup and this and that. So we've taken that out of it, but we also don't want it to feel overly medical that you walk in and you're intimidated. None of us are in white coats. It's purposely decorated in a way that makes it feel clean, but but not medical in that sense. And that that's how we've set up our environment. It's very gender neutral. We don't want to intimidate the the guys when they come in with like, fluffy pillows and things like that. So we really 
put a lot of thought into the way we design and decorate our practice and the way our providers are presented in terms of scrubs, et cetera, so that people come in and it, this is this is what it is for us. And I want to close out with your logo because I love the dragonfly. So like, why was the dragonfly so impactful? Why did you pick it as a logo? So dragonflies have, they're a symbol of transition and beauty. And so we love that because that's really what, what people are all about is investing in self-care, having a nice transition and feeling more confident in their own skin. So that's part of why we chose a dragonfly. The way we designed our dragonfly, it's a Massachusetts dragonfly. So the wings are very unique to Massachusetts. And in the middle of the dragonfly, we put the medical snake so that it's a it's a combination of medicine and beauty, what we do. The dragonfly is also near and dear to both Linda and my heart because you know, a lot of people believe dragonflies are spirits and we both had lost our fathers and thought that they were dragonflies. And so we kind of took that piece of it to make it even more personal for us. Our staff as well have dragonfly, have the dragonfly logo tattooed on them. We joke that they're, you know, that they branded themselves. Um, (laughs) But it's because it it's so meaningful to all of us. And uh, that's why we chose it. So oh, awesome. Michelle, you're amazing. Thank you for making the time today. Everybody definitely check out our aesthetics on socials, get in touch with them, and you won't regret it. Thank you, Michelle. You're amazing. Thank you. You are too. Thanks. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.